Hey, it's Alex Breck here. Welcome to Alex Breck's Banter. I am super delighted to be able to say that I've finally, finally, finally finished the Ridge Walker 4, the fourth book in my Ridge Walker adventure, uh, action adventure thriller series. It's called The Lost Report. It is available now as an ebook on Kindle and any second now it'll be available as a paperback. So I'm very, very happy. Ridge Walker has had a heck of a time uh, uh, over the last uh, while and he, uh, he's always been thought of as Mr Serendipity because he manages to get out of situations uh, and this time, uh, yep, he's well back into the action again. This time the action uh, come, goes all the way from um, Scotland to Chile in South America, uh, all the way there from there to the Antarctic and then from there all the way back to London. So I'll, I'll read you a very very quick uh, two or three seconds from the, the blurb on the back cover and then I'm going to read you a little excerpt uh, from the, the book chapter one introducing a couple of uh, minor characters to the story. So first of all um, a tale of loyalty, betrayal, love and hate. An ex-assassin thought he'd found sanctuary in his Chilean vineyard. He was wrong. Combe lowered his gun and looked up to see clouds appearing from nowhere. He knew it would happen one day. He'd brought the Ulster rain to the sun-drenched valley. Ridge Walker's much-needed family holiday quickly turns into a nail-biting adventure in terror as he and his wife Orla battle for their lives against myriad foes who will stop at nothing to get their hands on the Assassin's Bible, The Lost Report. So even though, even though this is the fourth book in a series, uh, it's written in a way that you can still read it first time off. Uh, I don't feel too much backstory, hopefully, uh, that bores you to death. Uh, so hopefully you will still, uh, what I found with book three anyway, is that people find it very accessible. And so hopefully uh, the Lost Report book four will be the same. So I'm going to read you just a tiny little uh, taster and then you can find it, uh, Alex Breck, um, The Lost Report. You can find it on uh, Amazon and uh, I will post some uh, stuff about it on my blog, alexbreckbooks.com. And uh, yeah, enjoy. Thank you. The Lost Report by Alex Breck, Chapter 1, Eight Weeks Ago. Despite being half cut as usual, the man felt his face flush with embarrassment. But he shuffled a little to his right to make room for the broad-shouldered guy, momentarily off balance and now feeling suffocatingly warm under the bright casino lighting of the Bellagio Las Vegas. He raised a small pink hand to order another drink and the unwelcome intrusion would normally have been quickly forgotten as he turned his attention back to the craps table. He was helplessly mired in every Sin City vice all the way up to his scrawny neck but good old-fashioned gambling would always be the charge galvanising him into action each and every evening. But then the guy nudged him harder and this time Jerry spilt his new drink. 
He turned angrily and found himself looking up at a grey statue. The guy had no neck, and his square face reminded Jerry of those blocks of granite hewn from the mountains of Morn that his brother-in-law had favoured for his undertaker business. For gravestones. Come to think of it, he couldn't remember when he'd last seen skin as translucent white on a body still the right way up. Jerry quickly chose to take the easy way out and ignore the insult. There'd be no point trying to reason with this bloodless monster, who he guessed must be wired to the moon. Time to move, he decided. Too late. Sorry there, wee man. Let me get you another of those, will you? And I'm not right in thinking it's the beautiful liffy water you're more used to drinking. Jerry stopped dead in his tracks, unable to think. He'd been reasonably successful in concocting his new persona over here, but recently he'd kept having the distinct feeling he was being followed. At first he thought he was imagining things, and then perhaps it might have been old Brenda checking up on him, but she'd more or less dumped him now after his one too many furtive assignations with cheap tarts young enough to be his daughter, and she seemed happy enough with Palm Springs condo, the pool guy, and not forgetting the money. What was left of it, anyway? Cast adrift in the neon swamp of Las Vegas, more often than not he'd wash up in a low-life joint off-strip where after too many rusty nails, he'd start blathering about the old country. His ex-colleagues back home would have called that ill-advised. Jerry blinked fast. The last thing he wanted to do was start reminiscing with his body double from some Bella Lugosi reboot. But then he noticed the enormous hand waving in front of his face, crisscrossed with scars and with fingers like fat sausages. Scratch that, he thought. The last thing he wanted to do was annoy the owner of that hand. He allowed Big Robert to buy him several drinks, and then the pair of them abandoned the gaming tables and set about having a good old bevy session. Unencumbered by the restraining influences of their wives, the two men did what all expats do when abroad. They fabricated a fantasy version of their home country and bemoaned the awfulness of the place they now resided in. Apart from the women, Jerry slurred, and the two men clinked glasses in a time-worn tradition. And the weather, he added. His huge companion had warmed up by that point, and his pudgy cheeks had turned from white to maybe alabaster at best. He joined in the toasting with more restrained enthusiasm. And the whiskey, thanks be to Jesus. Jerry listened to the big guy in awe as Robert explained how he'd cracked a tooth bawling down the hotel stairs several days ago. Not having availed himself of any travel insurance, he'd opted instead to pull the tooth out himself. I wrapped it with a length of string, right, like me old da had taught me. Tied the other end to the hotel room door, right? Kicked the feckin' door as hard as I could. No problem there, right? Jerry nodded. But instead of me tooth coming out, the bastarding door handle broke off, and now the jaw is worse than ever. The only thing that works is the whiskey. Jerry looked in horror as Robert's face showed what he guessed was a rare demonstration of emotion as it broke into a massive grin exposing a bloodied and sparsely toothed mouth. Jerry was reminded of a graveyard for the second time. 
They didn't like to think what the door handle situation must be like back in Belfast. Completing the bizarre picture, in addition to his deathly complexion, the man possessed a streak of white through his otherwise black hair. They gave him the look of a mad scientist. With alcohol short-circuiting his brain-mouth connection, Jerry heard himself speak before he could do anything about it. What happened to your hair then? Suppose that was another accident? Robert stopped smiling. Now then, that was no accident. That was an act of God, so it was. My friends call me Brock. I've done since I was a wee lad. Jerry's face must have given away his confusion as he worried wondered how this guy could ever have been we. The other man growled. Brock, you know, as in badger. Only now they call me Brock the Butcher. Take another drink. Thanks for listening to that. I hope you enjoyed that little taster and uh, you can get all the action from the Lost Report uh, right now on uh, Amazon uh, Kindle and as a paperback. And you can find out more about Alex Breck uh, over on my uh, website, alexbreckbooks.com. And you'll find me on Facebook, Alex Breck Books. And uh, uh, you can subscribe to my uh, list over on my website and get a free short story. And you'll see uh, I've written uh, four Ridgewalker books now and a standalone thriller called The Devil You Know. Uh, and there's going to be a sequel to that book coming out uh, as soon as it is finished. It's it's a, f a pretty uh, scary plot set mostly in Scotland this time. And uh, yeah, it's a gritty, gritty thriller. It's going to be called The Devil Inside. So all that's uh, uh, you can find on my Amazon uh, author page. A couple of uh, short stories as well. So yeah, hopefully uh, you dig all that. And uh, if you do, tell your friends. I'm really trying to get this podcast channel uh, up and running. Uh, it's been very, I've been very, very lame. <laughs> I uh, admit it. So this is my attempt now to get Alex Breck's banter back on board again. I'm going to be talking to quite a few other authors, getting them uh, to come on with me. So uh, yeah, hopefully you'll find it interesting. And that's it from Alex Breck and uh, all the best. Bye bye.